For over 20 years, I've dedicated my life to bringing you the very best selling, marketing, and business building strategies to keep your business thriving. Get ready to experience the success you've been searching for. Welcome to the Tom Ferry Show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Tom Ferry Show. Thank you so much for checking in today. As you know, last week, we put out a video where we, we basically revealed to you how we distribute our content, how we take this multi-channel approach to marketing to expose the messaging that we have in a wide variety of ways to as many people as possible in the most effective and relevant way for them. It's called marketing in 2016. A lot of you asked about email marketing, so we thought we would back up last week's show with today's show talking about, matter of fact, um, Taz, let's put the slide that you guys gave me uh, back in December up so they can see um, most difficult, or actually I think it's most effective and most difficult in terms of marketing approaches today. And let's talk about email marketing because without a shadow of a doubt, it is the most effective thing you can do and it's certainly the easiest thing you can do and yet most people are making some big mistakes and missing out on the best possible opportunities to really optimize it. So today, we're gonna to talk about email optimization, what helps, what hurts, and the 10 best practices. So what I'd love for you to do is as you're watching this, I want you to put your marketing filter on. I want you to go back and reflect on uh, episode 40 something where I shared with you Google's research on how consumers are selecting real estate professionals. Remember that? 49% based upon trust. Uh, I'm gonna probably screw up the numbers. It was um, like 15% based upon experience and then 13% based upon demonstrable ability to negotiate and then it began to drop off pretty, pretty uh, you know, incredibly. So as you think about what I'm saying now, as you're watching this video, I want you to be thinking, when I send an email, does it create trust? And how do I create trust? When I send an email, like a, a marketing email about an open house or a listing you've taken or an announcement, something you want people to engage with, is it creating trust? Is it showing people my experience? Is, it, is there something in there that has demonstrable my ability to negotiate and serve my customers? And if you're missing those three, that might be a little clue as to why your email isn't as effective as it could be. Let's look at some mistakes, you ready? Some easy mistakes that you can adjust. Now, the obvious one is not proofreading. So, how often do we get an email and you, you're like, wow, did they, did they not think spell check before this? Um, it happens all the time. The advice that, that my team uses is, they write the email, then they print the email, and then they hand it to like six or seven people and say, read this, does this sound like us? Is this our tone? Do you see any misspellings? You know, how often do we do your with, you know, it's not you are, it's you know, missing the apostrophe, that kind of thing. Little stuff like that, that unfortunately as people are reading it, they make a judgment call and that could be the last time they ever read one of your emails because you misspelled one stupid word. It happens. Number two, not looking at multiple devices. This is so important. Multiple devices and multiple browsers. So I don't have my phone, but I'm gonna grab this one, right? So Sarah's got a Samsung, I got an Android. Somebody else might be looking at it on their PC. I'm gonna look at it on my Mac. You wanna look at it on multiple devices and multiple browsers just so you can make sure that, like an easy thing, what if all the font's too small on an iPhone? If the font's too small, I'm not gonna even waste my time to do this. I'm gonna do this, delete, right? Just like that, and just in a moment, they deleted you because you didn't say, 
how is this going to show up on an iPhone versus an Android versus a Mac versus a, you know, a Chrome versus another browser? Does that make sense? And it, there's unfortunately no simple solution that you can go and modify everything. You just want to look. You want to say, wow, this really shows up great on a 40-inch you know, screen, but no one's looking at your emails on that. They're looking at it on one of these. Does that make sense? Number three mistake. Oh. Look, the world has changed. What we want to do in terms of marketing is do what I call me-mail, like personalization of email. So when you open up, it says, hey, Taz, right? Dear Sarah versus like dear neighbor, <laughs> dear friend, hey, right? So this personalization game really moves the needle when it comes to email marketing, as all marketing does. Um, here's the challenge, though. Most people have bad data. So if you have bad data, do not attempt personalization. The mistake is not taking the time to clean up your data. Once you clean up your data, you're gonna see massive increases, massive optimization occurring inside your email marketing when you can start to say, dear their name, spelled correctly with a capital on in the beginning and not small caps. You with me on this? Super important, data is everything. Now, those are, those are just a few mistakes. Now there's. There's probably a hundred other ones, but I tried to just go high level, easy stuff that you could take right now inside the show and immediately start with, hey, print it out and get a bunch of other eyes on it. You can't spell check it on your phone and you certainly can't spell check it looking at your screen. You gotta print it out, you gotta look at it, take a breath, get everybody else to do it. Look at it on multiple devices too, so important. Now, let's talk about the 10 besties, right? What are the best things you can do? So number one, Write like you're speaking to one person. Um, you don't want to send an email saying, hey guys, right? Because I'm not reading it as guys, I'm reading it as Tom Ferry. So the best possible thing is, hey Tom. But if you can't because of lack of personalization or bad data, do that. Just speak to them like they're like, I know you're reading this. I know this is something that you're interested in. I was thinking about you when I was getting this. Using you us, we, but not we broadcast multiple people, you and I. Very powerful. Number two, probably the most important one out of all of them, Marty, segment your list. Segment your list. You're sending out your, your uh, Thursday open house invitation email to agents and prospects, buyers and sellers, past clients and prospects. You know, uh, people, people ask me like, well, why did you invest in Contactually? And, and obviously I just, I believe in the software, I believe in what they're doing, but what I love is they created all those buckets for us to say, these are my long-term buyers, these are my short-term buyers, these are my long-term sellers, these are my short-term sellers, these are my past clients, these are my past clients that refer me a lot of business, different from this group. Each one of them deserves, in my opinion, a separate and different articulate marketing message. And you can do that with email fast and efficiently and free and free but you gotta segment your list. Otherwise, you're doing this. Spray and pray. Remember that from the last show? Spray and pray, and hoping and praying to the real estate marketing gods that someone responds. I'm gonna speak differently to buyers than I am to sellers, my past clients versus prospects. You know it and I know it. Let's make sure we're staying in their model of the world. Number three, very important. Every email marketing piece should have one clear, concise CTA. I have a lot of friends in the direct response marketing world, obviously, I'm in it, you're in it. I've got friends that are in the infomercial world that you know, they, they spend $500,000 to produce a show. They, they give um, you know, some actress $2 million to say, you know, I got thin thighs in 30 days or less with this little you know, funky machine, and here's the deal. 
they don't try and sell six things. They sell one thing, they sell it really hard, they reinforce it with trust, experience, demonstrable proof, facts, you know, case studies, sell one, sell hard. When I get your email, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to like your Facebook page? Do you want me to visit you at an open house? Do you want me to share this post with someone that might be interested in buying? Do you want me just to uh, you know, approve some, some information? Do you want me to read something? One simple message, one CTA, and you'll watch your results shine. You try and sell me 16 things at once, it's confusing, delete, I'm out. Probably never gonna look at your stuff again. Number four, know your customer and provide meaningful value. So, you know, if I'm in New York City, and I'm working the ultra luxury $10 million, plus, uh, $10 million plus price range. I know that if my customers are in that world, you know, money's important to them, but it's maybe not the defining factor. Value is important to them, but maybe it's not the defining factor. If I'm buying today, we're seeing, uh, you know, a smaller number of transactions being done in that price range. I'm going to speak to them about what is selling, what isn't selling, and why. I'm going to be I'm going to understand my customer and message them appropriately, right? If, if my customer is blue collar, I'm not going to show them me in my fancy Rolls Royce or BMW with my realtor photo because it disconnects from them. So whether you're writing or developing your own content or you're DJing everybody else's content, always think about your customer. Always think about when I'm sending this message, you know, how is this gonna land for them? Is this gonna help, you know, Tom or Kathy be better parents, be better with their home, be better in their community, right? You gotta think about the customer, not I liked it, I'm gonna send it. Does that make sense? Let's keep going. Number five, subject lines. So important. And you know, the challenge that Marty that some of them have is they don't have enough email addresses to be testing with any legitimacy subject lines where we can, you know, with as many emails that, you know, clients we have all over the world, we can test multiple subject lines and kind of know, hey, this one produces better and let's send it to everybody. If you're sending on a thousand, you know, email addresses, 500 email addresses, yeah, you can get some data by just, you know, testing a hundred and a hundred, which one opened better and then send everybody else the one that opened the best. Does that make sense? But at the end of the day, I tell people, just you know, keep it short, keep it sexy, keep it punchy. Numbers seem to get a lot of clicks, eight reasons to, five reasons why, uh, seven mistakes to avoid. You know, when you see those emails, even in housing with all things consumers, it really produces. If you're sending a video like this, notice in the subject line, we'll, we'll put brackets, video, or Tom Ferry show. Do you think that we do that on purpose? What do you think? Right? That should tell you, like if there's a video about a property, include the brackets, you're gonna get a better result. This is all about just simple best practices. Number six, always have, Marnie, you get all the credit for this, always have in your PS, right? You always have a postscript, p.s. right? Another CTA. The key is to language the CTA differently. So let's say um, over here, my CTA was, are you curious about the value of your home? Visit my website here to get a free, no obligation valuation on your home. Like that's my CTA. Here, I might my PS say, all my best clients are always asking me, what's the value of my home? Here's a free and easy way you can do it and share it with others. So again, it's, I'm saying the same thing, little different language, but that's the call to action. Go to my site and get a free valuation. This is the most valuable space. This is the most valuable real estate on your email because how do we check email? We go like this. We're like, 
huh, okay, shoot, scan to the bottom, <laughs> what's there, what are they asking me to do, and then I kind of scan it and read it. That's how we all, especially on one of these, that's how we all read our email. Number seven, speaking of, make it scannable. Make it scannable. How do we read emails? We go like this, we're like, huh, uh, no, okay, what's the postscript? Okay, got it, what do they want me to do? What are the links? Okay, cool. But as I'm reading it, it's super important that you think about what I would call like sub-headlines. So the, the headline is maybe, have oil prices decreased the value of your home, right? Or how have oil prices impacted the value of your home? Or how has the recent stock market you know, disruption impacted home valuations, arrow up or arrow down? Like that would be a good visual. That also would be a great, you know, three reasons why in your subject line, three reasons why home valuations have become unstable. Right? Like that would be a cool email hit. Hmm, that's interesting. I'm interested in the value of my home. And then you go in and you start telling me this stuff. But if all of your email is just content, 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 written, 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 and somewhere in the middle it doesn't say, you know, oil prices have had no impact, know your home's value in a big, obvious sub headline font, big and obvious. So as I'm reading it, oh, that's what they're really telling me. That's what they want me to know. And then what do you do when you see that? You read above it, you read around it. Does that make sense? Um, this is like ninja stuff. I love that we're talking about this. Number eight, hello Spamalina, don't spam. The number of emails that I get that don't have a super obvious unsubscribe list is shocking to me. It's shocking. We send a lot of emails. It's very, hey, you don't wanna be a part of this? Unsubscribe, what do we, we 0.0001%, whatever, it happens every single time, someone doesn't like what we're sending, they unsubscribe. I don't care, I don't care. But if you're not doing this, you're basically, you're doing something that's illegal. Does that make sense? It is illegal. Now I know some people say, well hey, it's illegal to rip the mattress thing off and the mattress police haven't come by. Really, it's 2016, come on, integrity. You with me on this? Don't be a spammer. All right, number nine, branding consistency. Branding consistency, here's what I wrote down. Clean, simple, and obvious. How many emails do you get where the photo doesn't look like them, there's this giant banner thing across the top of a beach view, it's all HTML2 rich, I look at it on my phone, it's wonky. Like, I just want the information. And most people, we live in a world, I, oh, I just saw this recently, ready? That's a goldfish. Guess what the attention span of a goldfish is? Nine seconds. You guys wanna take a stab at what the average attention span of is a human being today? Eight, eight. We have a smaller attention span than, you with me on this? So you, you can't send all this confusion to people in an email. Tell them, tell them what you told them, tell them again. Keep it super simple, keep it very clean, make it very obvious, and your results will spike. You'll be optimizing your email. If you got a photo on there that doesn't look like you, take it off. You with me on this? Or the subject line should be, when was the last time I looked like this? That actually would be completely hysterical. Somebody should do that. All right, the last one, number 10. But just think Google, clean, simple, elegant, obvious. The last one, make it easy to connect with you. It's so funny, like I, you've seen this before, you've seen this mistake. You get the email, the information is interesting. Their phone number, their phone number is on the email, but when you click it, it doesn't allow me to email. So what they did is they like took a photo of the phone number and added it into the email versus the actual link to call you. We want engagement. 
right? We want engagement. So if the CTA is curious about the value of your home, you can visit my website, you can register here, you can you know, connect with me via cell phone, text, email, Pony Express, whatever you want. Make it easy for them to engage with you, and when they do, engage right back. That's the game. If you want them to like your Facebook page, have them like your Facebook page. But when they do like your Facebook page, re-engage with them, right? Kind of the stuff we talked about on the last week's show. Now, a lot for you to think about, but I want to reiterate, and Taz, maybe show that slide one more time so they get, email is by far the most effective thing you can do in terms of marketing today, and it's also the easiest, and yet most people are totally screwing it up. And my commitment to you is to have you Optimize your email to help more customers, to bring more value to the marketplace, and ultimately sell more homes. Thanks so much for watching. Remember always, your strategy matters, and now more than ever, your emails absolutely rule. Thanks for watching. If you love what you're seeing here, then click the button below to join our online community absolutely free. Thanks so much. <laughs>